Start selling on Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash CNN for a $1 per month trial. Hello from CNN. I'm Afoma DK with the five things you need to know for Tuesday, September 26th. You deserve what you've earned and you've earned a hell of a lot more than you're getting paid now. President Joe Biden joined members of the United Auto Workers Union, picketing in the battleground state of Michigan today. Biden expressed his solidarity with union members who are striking against the big three automakers, General Motors, Ford, and Stellantis for a second week. CNN spoke to auto worker Chanel Holyfield, who's worked at Stellantis for 11 years. She says Biden's presence today could help at the negotiating table. I believe so. I do. I believe so. We'll just see. It's a waiting game. We out here. The UAW has a list of new contract demands, including a 40% raise over four years. Biden says he's not worried about what it'll take to get the UAW to endorse him on the 2024 campaign trail. But he appears to have his work cut out for him to convince voters that his economic policies are working in the midst of the strike and the threat of a government shutdown. His predecessor and political rival Donald Trump is expected to make his own appeal to union workers in Detroit tomorrow in a primetime speech. A Philadelphia judge dismissed all charges against the city police officer who fatally shot a man during a traffic stop in August. Officer Mark Dial had been charged with murder, voluntary manslaughter, and five other counts, tied to his shooting of Eddie Irizarry last month. The Philadelphia District Attorney's Office said it disagreed with the decision and planned to appeal. The defense arguments hinge on whether police believed Irizarry's knife looked like a gun. Dial initially said Irizarry had gotten out of the car and lunged at him. The video from the officer's body-worn cameras showed he never left his vehicle. Zoraida Garcia was Irizarry's aunt. Take a listen, courtesy of WPVI. It's videos everywhere. The neighborhood, witnesses in the neighborhood, proved, they proved that my nephew did not come out of that car. He locked the doors to his vehicle. His windows was up. Where's the threat? Even if he has a small pocket knife, where's the threat? Where is it? The Supreme Court today rejected Alabama's emergency attempt to avoid making another majority Black congressional district. It was the second time Alabama tried to avoid making the district, and the second time the Supreme Court has blocked it. More than a quarter of Alabama's population is Black. The Supreme Court issued just a one-line order, indicating that feelings on the court haven't changed since June. The changing makeup of the state's congressional districts mean the state will likely pick up a new Democratic member of Congress. The Federal Trade Commission in 17 states are suing Amazon in a landmark monopoly case. They're trying to get a court order blocking Amazon from engaging in allegedly anti-competitive behavior. The complaint alleges that Amazon unfairly promotes its own platform and services at the expense of third-party sellers who rely on the company for distribution. As a result, the FTC alleges that Amazon is exploiting its power by raising prices, leading to a worse consumer experience. Amazon says the lawsuit quote is wrong on the facts and the law, and that it will make that case in court. Coming up, fears of a humanitarian disaster unfolding in Nagorno-Karabakh. Hey, welcome back. More than 28,000 people forcibly displaced from Nagorno-Karabakh have arrived in Armenia. That's according to the Armenian government. There's a dire humanitarian crisis unfolding in the breakaway region's capital. Azerbaijan has reclaimed control of Nagorno-Karabakh following a bloody offensive that killed more than 200 people. As a result, Armenian Karabakh officials agreed to a Russian-brokered ceasefire in which they agreed to dissolve their armed forces. 
Now a senior U.S. official is warning of severe malnutrition among the tens of thousands fleeing the region for Armenia. Senior U.S. officials say the U.S. is providing $11.5 million in humanitarian assistance. That's all for now. Join us again at 10 p.m. Eastern.